0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 104 of the Neat and Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Easy, and I'm joined by my co host, a man whose beard is so elegant, so big, so gracious, it takes up a quarter of his screen on the podcast. Patty B. <laughs> I wouldn't say a quarter, maybe, let's see. Well, you can't see the edited uh, version. Oh, you're, you're yeah. cropped up, man. Come on.
1: Fair enough, yeah. I guess you're right. My perspective is off.
0: No, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> obviously not a quarter, But it's so big and luscious uh, that the, the podcast listeners did not get in the full experience of Patty B. Thank you. Yeah, I took a good shower this morning. So, But it wasn't a good shower. I didn't have any hot water. So, <laughs> Whoa, got to get that hot water fixed. Uh, yeah. But today, it's just one of our normal laid-back Need to nerd episodes where we talk about our need to nerd. And the things that we're nerding out about. Before we do that though. Penny B. I recorded a video for this YouTube channel. And the sound <laughs> didn't work. So I had to scrap it. But um, I was reacting to the trailer for the Nintendo Switch. Because we're recording on the 22nd of October. And seven years ago in 2016 on... The October twentieth, the Switch trailer dropped, and it's really funny to go back and watch it because I remember watching it and being really excited. Um, but the reactions in the comments are are not, are also funny because they're like another gimmick. Nintendo's gonna fail. Worst idea ever. Just a repeat of the 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 Wii U. Like all this stuff, and it's really funny to think about the skepticism that people had for this. Um, given that it is now going to be the best-selling console, not only for Nintendo, but it's actually going to end up being the best-selling console of all time. Um, yeah, it's
1: it's pretty crazy. It's kind of a testament to like y- you got to give stuff a chance, especially with a company like Nintendo, who like has traditionally been very successful.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been, um, I mean, the Wii U was not successful, so they were coming off a big dud. But well, yeah,
1: if, if they've been traditionally successful like trust buy back in even if it was not great like yeah they'll learn from it like
0: i think it was that's overreacting is uh, huge well if you want to talk about the switch head on over to our discord uh its the link is in the uh the show notes uh, where you can talk about fantasy football You can talk about video games, you can talk about anime. Uh, I'm going to be talking about all of those things today, Uh, so I'm excited. Uh, But let's get right into it. Our need to nerd. What are we nerding out about right now? I'm going to first, and mine is uh, a little different than normal because I don't don't usually talk about free-to-play games on here. But, dude, I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys lately. Have you have you played a lot of Fall Guys in your your time, Patty B?
1: I haven't. I downloaded it because I think we talked about doing that as one of our like game nights with like monthly game nights oh, that'd doing be fun. Fall Guys. Um, so yeah, I've got it on my computer, uh, ready to go, but I haven't played it much. But I've I, like I've watched. I've been like Twitch chats nice. with uh you know people playing.
0: But yeah, Maxwell and I have been playing together. We've probably played like. I don't even know how many games actually. It, it's been a lot more, I played more Fall Guys now than like when the game was like super popular and they introduced seasons for the first times and like all of those times that Fall Guys has, has gone up for people. Um, and the the game just keeps getting better. A Really good example of a free to play game that improves over time, that they use the funds that they get from that business model to improve the game and keep people coming back. It's It's been really good. Uh, As something to do with my son, it's something he's really good at. at honestly, uh, at times, um, you know, when he's when he's on his aid game, he's better than me at it, and it's it's a good time. So that's cool. Yeah, I,
1: I think that would. Um, I, I should play some more of that. I think, uh, especially if it's like a free to play game,
0: that's my, maybe
1: something I'll be into.
0: My next one is Tears of the Kingdom. I'm finally finishing it. Uh, I kind of put this game on the back burner for a while. I had some trouble with the Fire Temple. Then Maxwell beat the Fire Temple while I was asleep one day. Um, And then, I don't know. It just, like, it felt so much like a repeat of Breath of the Wild to me. And I know that people don't feel that way. Like, they think this one's actually better. Um, It's bigger. It's more expansive and things. Um, But I, I think that people... Don't realize how much breath of the wild i played with maxwell because it was Maxwell's favorite game so to me it was like it just felt like a lot of the same same um but you know we were able to beat beat the you know the first mini the the first big mini boss i guess you could say um and then our you know getting uh i I guess spoilers because some people probably are still planning on playing this when it goes on sale so maybe i shouldn't Spell too much, but we we we're, we're into it still. Like, man, I'm still playing with Maxwell. I think one thing, Patty B, that I've learned that maybe I can give into you as you know a, a, a somebody that who wants to start a family one day, um, is I wish that I wasn't playing this with Maxwell. I wish that I had and like I have one on my other Switch that I played by myself, uh, but I wish that I had beaten the game by myself really quickly and then played it with Maxwell because now I'm stuck like way behind what I had done on my other on my account and I just want to finish the game and it would take so long to do it but you know you live and you learn. Right this game I guess it's so massive
1: there are so many parts to it that 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 totally makes sense so the parenting tip is is find games that you can separate from what you play with your kids.
0: Well, it's not that I want to separate what I play with him. It's just, I mean, he does want to play everything I play. And so, it's, and that's going to happen. I just wish that I had, like, when he went to bed, instead of getting ingredients on our account, I was actually building towards uh, my other account and playing so that mm. I I could have beaten already. Okay. So.
1: That makes sense.
0: Um, kind, of, kind of two, two smaller ones uh and i i don't think i said this on the show and it's been a while we've been watching the one piece anime have finished the first Mm -hmm. arc um and really been enjoying it it is weird uh patty b have you watched it
1: no i watched the live action series i think we talked about it briefly when we i brought up how awesome the live action series was oh did we Uh, okay but it's uh it's just a daunting task and i know there's an abridged version right to uh, like skip a lot of the fights and stuff because it's it's a massive undertaking
0: That's yeah a huge I, commitment. so here, here's <laughs> what happened um devonair and i were like laying in bed one day and we saw this TikTok, and it was this person that was like you know everybody talks about how big one piece is but i want you to think about this that you live in the only time in history where you can watch One Piece and what the One Piece is and how it ends is not yet available online to like, read and spoil for you. Mm, okay. And I was like, that's fair. Like, like, and, and also like when COVID like in 2020 was happening, uh, one of the number one things that people said to me is like, you should use the porn time to watch One Piece. It's like, I'm not doing that. That takes so long. I'd be way caught up with One Piece had I done it.
1: Yeah. And so definitely. I was
0: like, you know what? If we're going to, if my wife and I are going to just watch random stuff, like, why not do it? Why not t- undertake this together? It's a daunting task, uh, like you said. But it, it's... Where is it streaming on? It's actually all on Netflix right now. Netflix, okay. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's on, we have Crunchyroll. Um, okay. so we all, you can also watch it on Crunchyroll um, but yeah the, the dubbed version is even uh, all available on Netflix right now um, we switched it to Netflix because we were having a problem with our Crunchyroll account but mm. but yeah it's, it is it's uh, it's funny though because I watched the dubbed version for those who don't know I really enjoy dubbed anime it's from my childhood of watching you know Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and uh, Gundam and all all those live action or not live action all those dubs and uh, it's funny because like it's pretty common for different people to be in across multiple Funimation animes for that studio right because like you know they just used a lot of the same voice actors Uh, this one though is really funny because the pirate Usopp is played by the same person who voices krillin and it sounds exactly like krillin like usually there's some variation to the voice and Mm. you can tell who the voice actor is this one is jarring you're just like oh that's that's just krillin's voice (laughs) (sighs) and i wonder if people who watched one piece first were like oh that's usopp's voice (laughs) so right yeah those those different
1: perspectives where yeah it depends on what what you watched first it's
0: it's the other one uh but yeah so that's been an undertaking with my wife you know fall guys with maxwell one piece with the wife and then i've been doing a lot more smash practice man um smash mm-hmm. ultimate is a huge part of my life as people probably know we have a whole Smash podcast here on this youtube channel and you know yesterday i spent 30 minutes jumping throwing throwing uh the other character off the edge and just trying to hit them and get back to stage trying to hit them and get back to stage trying to hit them and get back to stage and it's it's funny because like one of the ways that i got really good at magic the gathering was just incessant just like playing hundreds of games on my kitchen table uh with with my roommate and with my friends that would come over and we would just play game after game after game after game after game after game after game. And we would do it for like six hours. And then I'd go to work and I worked night shifts and I would bring two magic decks and I would play against myself game after game after game after game after game. As I watched this house, that was my job. And it doesn't work with Smash. You have to actually go in and practice movement and practice uh, tech and like, it's a very different and more disciplined way to get better and practice than the type of stuff that I initially did, but that I eventually learned how to do in magic as I was trying to get a lot better. And I don't know, it's it's interesting. I'm actually finding enjoyment in the process again.
1: Yeah, I think you guys talked about a bunch on constructive criticism where the, the testing changes, right? Like that's now just like with smash where you're, you have to be a lot more focused, there's, you're working on very specific things. It's that like level up, yeah. um, for where you're not playing necessarily a ton of games, but like you have specific questions going into what you, like you want to accomplish.
0: Yeah. So super nerdy, super like in the weeds on smash, but really fun. Uh, Petty B I'm excited. It's it's your favorite time of year. I gotta hear, <laughs> I gotta hear your first one.
1: Yeah. So uh, this month we've been nerding out. It is October. So we've been watching a lot of Halloween movies. Um, and a few things that like we, you wouldn't think of, or so we generally don't like the, the, crazy horror movies right like um the blood gore like that kind of stuff but like this week we watched um both uh of a quiet place Um the one and two where it's we we like those ones that are more suspenseful um and have that tension without the like guttural violence and jump scares and stuff like that um Ironically enough, this year is the 30th anniversary for two of, of our favorite movies. Um, uh, first is *Hocus Pocus*. It is the 30th anniversary this year, and we've talked about that on the on the podcast. We've got an episode about *Hocus Pocus* uh, one and two. You Should go check that out. Um, and then it's also the 30th anniversary of <clears> *The <throat> uh, Nightmare Before Christmas*. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, and that's actually our Halloween costumes this year. I haven't uh, the, the past few years we haven't been as good about like having a a couple's costume or you know doing something together. Um, previous years we've done you know Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf, uh, a witch and her cat, and uh, this year yeah we're, we are doing Jack and Sally.
0: Nice, and that's yeah. that's really fun. I, uh Halloween is like, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to get more into it. Um, it was in my, when I growing up, it was not my, it was my parents' Year holiday. And so I've been trying to do more. Like last year, uh, we did Alicia as a duck, me as a, a basketball player and Devonair as a referee this year, Alicia is, uh, Luis, Luis, uh, Devonair is, um, Maribel and I am a donkey, um, so that'll be fun. I kind of ask what what are we doing? What movie are we doing next week for to release for Halloween?
1: Um, so there are a lot of good options. Uh, we could probably tackle um, maybe the new Haunted Mansion that released on Disney Plus. We watched that um there's been a few iterations of the haunted mansion whether it's muppets uh like eddie murphy um that might be a fun thing to to deep dive into okay um but we'll see you'll just have to see on the podcast all right right. (laughs) what's your next one um so my next one um is uh loki season two another thing on on disney plus um I haven't been too high on the, the Disney Plus shows uh recently, but Loki was kind of a standout. Um I really liked what they what they did with that and I was excited to see um, where things go and change. Uh right now they're they're kinda hunting Kang variants through time and so Sweeties. it's taking you to a bunch of different places. Hey, it's it's what what the show's about. I can't even <laughs> There's nothing to spoil it yet. I don't. I'm like. I'm like. It's not a spoiler.
0: That's very central to the. I, you know, it's funny. I this is. This is like one of those moments where, it's one of those Marvel things that I could watch and I could mm-hmm. enjoy because I have. I think most of the context I need. Like I didn't watch. I, do I need to have seen Quantum Mania to enjoy this? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, I just am so detached. I'm not sure what happened.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: you're not sure how to reattach. Like, where to yeah. jump back in if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Like, I haven't I seen it. the new Guardians movie. I haven't seen Quantumania. Like, the, mm, thing the new still, Guardians movie was really good. I cried. I heard, I heard good things. Yeah.
1: So. And I think the new Guardians movie is detached enough that you wouldn't feel... I yeah, think that's a big thing too, with with either people, uh, either getting into Marvel, right, or who were into Marvel and kind of lost it. It's it's interesting because yeah, they've they've gone different directions and they're still trying to figure out who they are after the Infinity Saga. Um, and there's been some some complications with, uh, obviously the the writers actor strike. Yeah. Um, as far as like putting stuff out, but like, have you, are you know, enjoying the movie though? Faith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love Tom Hiddleston. Um, Owen Wilson is fantastic as Mobius. Nice.
0: Wow. Your next one, your next one is about Disney. Again, you're on a Disney kick,
1: man. I'm on a Disney kick this month. Yeah, you're right. It's, uh, um, not, not just, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's, so my next one is, uh, the Lorcana TCG. Um, our buddy Mason is playing in a invitational this weekend, um, on, uh, Apex gaming they're in Ohio. Who's Mason? Uh, Mason E. Clark. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Um, <laughs> and I've had an opportunity. It's something that I wanted to get into, not competitively. Um, just because that's something that like with magic, um, kind of fallen out of playing that with my wife because, because I am pretty good at it and like, I'm trying to be competitive with it. And so having a, a TCG that we can both play, um, where I don't have to worry about trying to, you know, be competitive is, is a good thing. And um, the the place I work at has um, weekly tournaments, and I haven't. I've, I've been trying to get ready for Pioneer, right for Atlanta, um, like immediately for Magic the Gathering. But, yeah, for Ma- for Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Um. But as soon as like as soon as that's done, I'm I'm diving back into Lorcana. Nice. Um. Because there's a lot of cool. So, like, there's a new set coming out. They're re-releasing the first set to make it a little less expensive. Um,
0: That's a smart but, yeah. idea. Game is great. Pokemon, that, something Pokemon did really well. Yeah. Uh, and then you have an honorable mention to something that I'm doing today.
1: Yes. So, um, this week, uh, I went to go see the Eras Tour uh, with some friends from work. Uh, some tickets became available because... Uh, some people went to a concert uh, instead in Colorado. And so um, I got the opportunity to go and see the Eras Tour movie. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> if you weren't a Swifty before, you will be after it. Uh, if you are a Swifty, it's just chef's kiss. <laughs> I think also with the, the crossover with the NFL, everything is just kind of coming together this October with Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, I, I'm really excited. It's, like, my first date with my wife, and I don't even know how long today. Uh, yeah. We're going, we're going to see that uh, after this podcast. We're going to go drop off the kids at the grandparents and and Perfect. get some... I, I will say this. I don't like that she announced that it was AMC-only and then changed it to all the theaters. Mm. She's like, we definitely aren't going... We're going to the... I think there's only, like, one AMC theater, like, in the Valley, right? so oh um yeah it's like on redwood road right yeah. like it's, it's and so that's so you know we got the, my neck of the woods. we we got the only tickets of ava- like the first tickets available for seats that we liked, uh-huh. which, which was today at 1 30 it's it's crazy it's crazy uh one it's crazy that it sold out so fast that she was like fine we'll do like other theaters and make like, made a deal and like it's it's just the the amount that this woman rules the world, like if her and Beyonce ran a ticket for president together, for the world, not the United States, for the world, they'd probably win. would be like yes, just elect I... Taylor Swift and Beyonce as our rulers. So, uh that be an okay spot too, for what it's worth. What <laughs>
1: that was the case? They're
0: they're pretty good people. So. <laughs> what is what is the uh, next thing you want to fulfill in your need nerd?
1: Yeah, so next thing that uh, we want to fulfill, um, I want to go see. It's I, I'm I love watching movies, and so um, with our our movie pass, I'd like to go see uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. It released this weekend. Um, it's a like a western that has Leonardo DiCaprio, It's a Scorsese movie with DiCaprio, and it like is exploring uh, the the exploitation of Native Americans and how this man is kind of caught in the crosshairs where he's part of two families. Um, one one uh, where he's got a Native American wife and then his fa- family is also the exploiters. Um, so that it looks like a really well done movie.
0: I'm excited to go check it out. I think I saw a review of this that was like out of this world good and I also was like, oh, should I figure out a way to see this movie? So, uh, yeah. it, it might have been a video about Scorsese specifically or something. I'm talking about this yeah. movie. Does, does
1: Scorsese have
0: any non-bangers? I don't, I don't know. Right, like, I feel like
1: a, a lot of, like, everything he does is fantastic.
0: Fair, fair. So...
1: Um all right,
0: I got to ask I got to ask this in the show how this is written in the show notes. Are you trying uh-huh. to get into Gen 5 Pokemon? What is happening? Uh
1: no, it's Gen V. So it is a series on Amazon uh that is set in the boys world. Um it's like a it's it's my hero academia. It's the it's like the school for superheroes. Um but it's set in the boys world after um the events of the boys season three so um we've talked about that show on this podcast as well um the boys is great i was kind of iffy on it initially when i saw the trailer i was like oh this is like i, I kind of felt like oh it's it's just trying to cash grab it at the boys while waiting for that series to progress um but I've read some reviews about it, and I'm
0: willing to take a shot. Nice. And then, uh, what hidden gems are you looking to tackle, bro? So, yeah, the
1: the two, both both years that I hadn't watched. So, so, first night and, or actually, no, I shouldn't say it. To see the hidden gems that I'm going to tackle, <laughs> go watch our last episode.
0: Um, no, you can say it. Oh. Okay. You us well, yeah, so, just talk about one of them. Which which one are you more excited to try out? Um probably First Night.
1: Um both First Night and Stick It were not streaming anywhere, so I'll have to purchase them. Um but I was really excited about those two.
0: Stick it's so good. Hey wait, you haven't seen Stick It? I've seen Stick It,
1: but oh. I want to watch it again. Oh okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, first those are those are great. Uh, I was gonna watch the. I was gonna see if I could find the yours the the mobster one to watch with Debonair. So I feel that. I feel that. Uh, my my next one is the One Piece card game. I plan on doing a video with Matt where uh, magic. It's like th- there's there's this there's this like thing on YouTube. If you're not a game card game player, where like people from one card game guess how good cards are from another card game or things like that. Mm-hmm. And Matt's gonna give me a bunch of One Piece cards, and I'm gonna guess how good they are, and we're gonna we're gonna make a video, and then and then I'm gonna learn the One Piece card game after that. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. I, I think that uh, One Piece is you know a part of you know Matt Mattling is one of my best friends, and he really enjoys the game, and uh, keeps, if I get to spend more time with my friend would be dope.
1: Let me know when you guys do that, because that's something I've actually as as someone who works their card shop, right, like. I I You're like the one the best out. one
0: piece player in Utah, your boss? Uh yes. <laughs> I feel like you could just learn from him. Yeah, but he's not around much. All right, that's he's off play. He's off
1: winning one piece tournaments. Fair enough. <laughs> so, um Yeah, that that'd be that'd be fun to learn. Want to learn other games. And that's part of like why I mentioned Lorcana, yeah. right? Like learning some of these other card games is
0: good on all fronts. Uh, after that, uh, I I I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or actually I think it was I think I was talking to Matt Kling about it. Um, but I wanna get back into some like retro titles. Um, you know, just it, even in my my desk here, you know, I've got like these these Game Boy Advance cartridges for tactics, final fantasy tactics, Fire Emblem, sacred stones. I don't even own a, a Game Boy Advance right now, I've had to be Mm. And I'm like, I'm I'm looking, I was looking at these the other day and I was looking at my N64 behind me and I was like, man, I, I kind of miss the, that, the, the feel of old games. Like new games are so big and expansive and every game has to be this huge epic thing. And I really miss the feel of these contained things. And I was thinking about the Game Boy Advance specifically and why I loved it so much. And one of the things that I really loved about it was... The graphics weren't as important. It was about the story and the gameplay to keep you engaged and to keep things going. Um, so I- I'm excited to like some of the games that I'm I'm gonna play are these two obviously. Um, I'm gonna replay them. Uh, Donkey Kong sixty four is a game that I really really enjoyed, um, and I'm thinking if I'm thinking of streaming or recording that one just as like a somebody who plays a lot of K rule. In Smash, uh, you know, K. Rule player plays plays this, and then like do DK, like do a DK only Smash Day with Mad on stream or something like stuff like that. Um, but getting getting back into like some of these retro titles of, of games from my childhood uh, is something I'm I'm really I'm gonna get into.
1: That's awesome. So I'm hearing that that we need to maybe secure your Game Boy Advance or an SP to uh, play some of those games.
0: Yes, I would never find another way to play these games other than buying a Game Boy SP.
1: Well, you have those things in your hand,
0: so like there, there is something.
1: That's the thing, man. I there, own these games like, physically. I, I literally own them. There, there's something about like having like the physical like thing in your hand playing those games, uh, aside from other methods, right? There's a difference, and part of that maybe what you're looking for is that
0: feeling. Maybe, maybe maybe I'll go buy an SP. Maybe I will. Maybe. Uh, and then the, the another game that I'm looking to finally play, um, and I just have these two tactical RPGs in my hand. And one of the games that I was most excited for, I think it was like last year, it's gonna called Triangle Strategy. It's a tactical RPG um, that I was really stoked to uh, get it. Hey, Alicia. It was a tactical RPG that I was really stoked to get into that I'm just the timing never was right to like sit down and really get into the story. It's a story driven tactical RPG um, uh, on the Nintendo Switch. So I'm going to get into that uh, as those are like some of my favorite uh, types of games like advanced wars and the games I just showed so. Sorry about some nerd news. Nerd news. So Spider-Man 2 came out. And I, this game is getting mixed reviews um, and I'm kind of curious your thoughts on just the premise of these reviews. Um, there's a new complaint, I don't know if it's new, but it, it is a complaint that I find interesting. Um, people are on two sides of the fence when it comes to the way that PlayStation handles its first-party RPs right now. And people are really upset with the number of cutscenes in this game. That it felt like they were playing a movie. And that other people were like, this is the best game ever made. And, Patty B, I I I just want to talk about, like, you should know what you're signing up for when it comes to a story-driven game. Like Spider-Man 2. Or like The Last of Us. Or these PlayStation titles that are story-driven games with, like, these these cut, like... I just don't understand why you complain about something that you know was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Um. Part of it, I think, is. Uh, well, so first is I. I would like to play the Spider-Man games. Um, because swinging around sounds like a blast. I think we talked about that before. I think the uh, first ones get, on PC, now. next gen.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Steam let me let me check you keep saying what you're saying i'll check for you
1: yeah i also like my my issue like i wish that like my, my computer is pretty basic so like i could probably swing something like fall guys but not something as expensive yeah. as and graphically intensive as um spider-man uh but i i think i don't want to talk about where it's like until you have it in your hands like if there's a different feeling like They, you may know what, like, they may say what you're getting, but, like, until you get into it and you actually experience it, it, it's hard to tell necessarily, like, how that will be for you, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I I guess, I guess the reason I think this is weird, and, like, for what it's worth, I haven't played it, I've never played The Last of Us, Uh, you know, I'm not a PlayStation gamer, but... Oftentimes, the point of these games, the reason that people like them so much, is this thing that this is the people are complaining about. And to me, it's it's like it's like when people go to a Star Wars movie and they complain that things are unrealistic. And it's like, what? Why do you want realism in your escapism? Like that's oh. so <laughs> weird. And it's like, why do you want? What do you, what are you expecting out of a Story-driven narrative game, other than story and narrative, right? So, uh, found that interesting. But uh, apparently, a lot of other people like who like that type of stuff. They're they're saying it's it's unbelievable. Um, and I don't doubt it. Spider-Man One was like one of the most popular and considered one of the best games ever made. And I expect this one to be just as good. Yeah. Uh, we also have another game that got some press this week. Uh the game is called Skull Island Rise of Kong. And it got uh it got a lot of press, Patty P. And not good press. This is okay. the worst game of the year, according to basically everyone. <laughs> um Okay. If you get a chance, Patty P, I recommend watching uh, you know, some footage of it. Uh uh, I'll just read some highlights from the ING article. So, Rise of Khan manages to make a giant ape killing literal dinosaurs dull. Um, graphically, it's considered, like, the worst graphics of any game this year. Uh, this one says, platforming is the most pedestrian version of ideas you've ever seen before. Uh, yeah. Like, this, this game's reviews are so bad. And honestly, like just watching it, um, it looks really rough. Uh, it looks like zero love, zero care was put into this, like a cash grab game. And as somebody who work, who has worked with game developers, it's hard to say that, right? Like you, you think that these people are putting their heart and soul into these things, but watching this game, you're like, what what was the purpose? Yeah. What was the purpose behind this? So if you're listening to this, you haven't seen it, go check out the videos, and like it looks like a PlayStation 2 game.
1: That like That's what I was gonna say. I clicked into the the IGN link and like his hair, like
0: it yeah, oh my gosh. It looks like a PlayStation 2 game. (laughs) Yeah, that is. Oh gosh.
1: So uh man, like I can see like man, i don't it's hard to even see that where I was thinking like oh the like the roughness is like a choice, but it can't be a choice, like that's just <laughs> oh all right what's geez. what's next on the news? That's gross, okay, um, so a couple things I had uh so the gargoyles uh it was a animated uh series. Uh, back in the 90s, and um,
0: it is getting a live-action ta- series. Didn't we
1: talk about this last month? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if we did or not. We- I was just browsing through some of the news sources. I thought um, I thought we talked about this on the show. If we did it, maybe we did it. Are you stoked for this?
1: I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of this type of news, right, where things are going to now be... Starting into development, like this is going to be the type of news that we'll get so that the writers can start now that their strike is over. Um, they can start the writing process and then hopefully by the time that process is through, uh, the actors will have their, um, their new deal set. Um, so that we can get a bunch of cool new content.
0: Um, Gargoyles is one that, um, I think we talked about like just the type of shows on WB and Fox kids. Mm -hmm. uh a few a few months ago but like
1: i think it was on our spider-man episode
0: well that's it okay you're right you're right i think it was on our spider-man episode uh but gargoyles is like one of the ones that uh i was not as into but my friends were really into Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um and the cast like the the collection of characters and the way that they did it in that show like looking back on it as an adult is pretty cool yeah, like the I'm, diversity I'm of the, the way that the characters were, the team was built, basically.
1: Right. I'm curious who who are some of the, I didn't, I feel like it had a lot of star power. Like there was a
0: lot of really good voice actors. I don't remember. Uh, um, your one of your next ones though. I'll, I'll go while well, you're looking that up. Pokemon Go Party Play. Uh, I forgot that that was announced. Uh, you stoked on this? Yeah,
1: it's uh, part of, like, what made Pokemon Go great when it was released was, like, going out and doing all those things with your friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am excited to team up and, like, because that's how I've been playing recently, right? Is anytime I'd actually go out and play Pokemon Go, it's with my wife's family. Um, We all kind of go and and tackle gyms and such. So... uh, party play might enhance that experience. I'm super stoked about it.
0: Yeah, I I, I think it would be cool. I, I'm excited to see how the feature works and um, it, Pokemon Ghost and then I do like when I'm walking my dog or Maxwell and I will go out together. Um, so, and then your last one.
1: Yeah, so my last one is um, the Dare. We talked about a, a really great Marvel TV show in, in Loki uh, on the show today. Um, however, uh, it looks like Daredevil Born Again is getting major reshoots and an overhaul. Um, apparently, the it was... supposed to be like a, a legal procedural TV show or like how it was shot initially. And that just... It, it just really wasn't a good way to to bring something that was very successful from netflix over um it wasn't what marvel wanted to do and so they're having to do major reshoots and major overhaul on on that project which is is good i'm thinking it's that will be a net positive if that's good because i've heard nothing
0: but bad things about yeah Yeah. exactly so all right that is gonna do it for arnie to nerd for october let us know in the comments what are you nerding out about? What are you excited for uh, in the nerdy news in the in the future? What, do you, what what retro games are you playing on your Game Boy SP Advanced? Uh, Patty B, no poll last week because we wanted comments uh, from from the viewers. Um, but on Spotify this week, is there anything anything we're going to ask the viewer, the listener,
1: uh, with the month of October? Um... I feel like I want, I kind of. I still kind of want to generate some comments because I, I feel like we're the last couple of polls on Spotify have not received any. Okay. Any responses? Let's,
0: let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, leave a comment with your Halloween movie that you're most excited to watch this Halloween season. Exactly. And uh, and we we'd love to hear. it. Uh, also, if you want to leave a comment suggest an episode, every little while we. Uh, look, we you know we take those as we're planning our episodes, and we look forward to it. Uh, next week we're going to be doing—it's not on our schedule—but we're going to pick a Halloween movie to review for Halloween. Uh, you can find me at Spencer thirteen h you can find or that's not true. You can find me at Heezy Game now. Did I fix that on the on the overlay? I did. Ooh, nice, yeah. I did. You can find me at Heezy Game. Technically, you can find me at Spencer thirteen h two. It's just my personal account now. Uh, you can find Patty at Patty PMPG and you can find the show. Uh, everywhere, you know, whether it's Spotify, Apple, uh, and you can find us at the NerdPod on the X. Uh, like, subscribe, and review. It's the best way to support the show. And we'll see everybody next week, Patty B., as we talk about, uh, Warm bud No. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Warm Bodies. Is that the name of that movie? That's a movie name. It's like the, the Romeo and Juliet. It's A zombie movie? Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Got you. All right. right. Thanks, everybody.